Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best value registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. So we look at hair, we look at your skin color, we look at your eye color, and we look at the fourth thing that we look at is your contrast level between your hair and your skin. That leads us to help you to know what color code to put you in You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. I love hanging out with you here in the podcast world. Thank you for being my friend. And if you haven't ever rated or offered a review of the podcast, I'd love for you to do that. That way you and I together can reach even more people with these important conversations. I'm super excited about today's conversation with my friend, Sherry Brandel. I would be what someone might call fashion challenged. I seriously need something like Garanimals for adults. And my friend Sherry has created just that. Sherry started Fashion Meets Faith many years ago and served as a speaker for us multiple times at the Hearts at Home conferences I used to host. Her ministry is now known as Style by Color, and it's been a lifesaver for me. The heart of Style by Color is to help you delight in the way that God designed you. Welcome to the No More Perfect podcast, Sherry. Thank you, Jill. So happy to be here. I know. This is so fun. I've wanted to have you on the podcast for a long time, and I'm glad that this worked out. Me too. I love hearing people's stories. So let's start there. How did you get started with this whole thing of helping women look their best? I had an image consulting firm in Miami, Florida, and my main focus was helping female attorneys. When I moved to North Carolina, I ha- and I had recently become a Christian a l- shortly before that. And when I moved to North Carolina, I remember sitting in my prayer chair one night and I really felt like the Lord was prompting me to take the message of fashion into the church. And I kind of paused. <laughs> back. And I thought, there's no way I'm hearing this right. Because as a Christian, it's about inner beauty, not outer beauty. So how do I reconcile that together? So I just kind of, you know, ignored that for a while. 
And seven years later, as I continued to pray about it, because obviously I'm a little slow at getting it right, <laughs> I, I, I decided, all right, I'm just going to try this thing. I, my, my Bible study group said, you know, why don't we, why don't you, why don't we do a little, you know, conference here at the church and, you know, do this thing you've been talking about. We've been praying about for you for so long. And so I did. And I, there was someone in the audience and said afterwards and said, Oh my goodness, you have to come to our church. And that's how it went. One thing after the other, one of my, I say one of my first big breaks was that I actually got invited to teach the Proverbs 31 speaker team and uh, was given a workshop. There were women's ministry directors in there and that's really the first year, and that was in 2005. And I have been speaking ever since and creating new products for women, but it's just been, it's been amazing what's happened with my business over the years and how we have been able to impact women. I love that. I love that. And, you know, yes, in the church, it is about inner beauty, not outer beauty. But the way that we feel about ourselves is so affected by our, you know, whether we feel good in our own body, right? Absolutely. And the one thing I say is we are, we live in a modern world and we are the if, if people cannot see our inner beauty, they see what's happening on the outside of us. And so in order to be a great witness for Christ and to draw people to us, it's important that we care about how we look, how we present ourselves. But I think it goes even deeper because women feel better when and have more confidence when they are well put together when they feel good about what they have on when they when they know that you know a color works or something works for their body shape because we don't look like the mannequins that are in the department store where we look at it and we think oh i want that whole outfit and then we put it on and we don't look like that right you know so for years it's just been interesting to watch women just come alive through this process and then be able to live out their purpose. Because when we're so caught up in how we look and how we feel about ourselves, we kind of shrink back and we don't move forward with what the Lord has for us. So I say my mission in in what we do is to free women up with their outer appearance so then they can go out and do what they're called to do. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I really had to learn that, especially when I started leading Hearts at Home, because I really didn't care about my outer appearance. And it as, you know, as sad as it is, it got commented on. And, and then I realized it is affecting my ability to minister. It's a fact, it's getting in the way of. And so I had to begin to understand it. And about that time was when we brought you to Hearts at Home. And I was like, oh my goodness, I am, you know, you, you made things so much simpler. And it was, um, you know, I would, I would call it, you know, at least for my experience, it was fashion for dummies. And I was definitely a dummy as it related <laughs> to that topic. 
Um, I had plenty of other topics I was very comfortable with, but not that one. So um, I love how you really have, uh, you know, really taught a whole generation of women how they can uh, feel good in the body that God's given to them. So let's kind of dig into some of maybe the major categories that you talk about. I will say the things that made a difference to me um, and see if we can't describe uh, what those uh, are. And I will say, Sherry, you have an excellent YouTube channel. So anyone listening to this, make sure you check out Sherry's YouTube channel because then visually you can see some of these things that we probably uh, will be talking about here. But let's start with body shape and right. what we need to know about dressing our body shape. All right. Well, we talk about four body shapes. Okay. We call it the bod X, B-O-D-X, B, and it's super easy to remember. And really all you have to do is think about where do you gain your weight? And then we pretty much assign that first letter to you. So if you gain in your belly, you're a B body shape. If you are overly endowed and you gain in your upper and uh, your bust area, upper midriff area, you're an O, a D is for derriere or hips, thighs, and then X is balanced. So the goal in dressing is to look like an X, even if you're not. And that's the good news. We all can learn tips that will help us to appear more balanced and to take away the focus from any of our challenge areas. Mm -hmm. And so as a B body shape, one of the things that I would say to you, if you gain weight in your belly, is don't tuck in your shirts. Because when you tuck in your shirt, the onlooker, one of the first things they're going to see is the belly pooch. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just wear your shirts out or do a little side tuck, uh, but, but, or, or, or have a top that is, you know, maybe a little slimmer on top that doesn't cling to the body, but that can be longer than the fullest part of the body. Mm -hmm. If you are, well, another thing too, for a B body shape, V-necks are always better than a, a crew neck or a boat neck or a round neck because most B body shapes tend to have a, a pretty average shoulder width. So they're not super, you know, thin or narrow. Yes. And so when we want to dress like an X, if you think about an X, the, the top of the X and the bottom of the X are the same width, right? And then mm -hmm. the waist at the middle. Well, for an for an oh, for a B body shape, we already have the the X at the top, and it's the middle part that we don't have. Mm -hmm. So, in order to do that, we want to make sure that the focus is on the face. So, a V neck is beautiful because it doesn't widen, make it like a. a you know, a crew neck or something would make the the neck or the shoulders look even wider than they are. Yeah. So neck with a nice necklace down the middle brings the attention to the face. Oh, I love that. And I am a B body shape because I gained I, my weight in my belly. And I knew that I was supposed to wear V-necks. I remember hearing you say that before, but I didn't remember why. So thank you for sharing why. That's so helpful for me. And I really, really 
uh, do notice a difference when I have a V-neck on. Of course, today I don't have a V-neck on, but <laughs> in general, I would say that probably 90% of my shirts have V-necks because I I knew that that was better for my body shape. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. And you can create a V-neck if you don't have a V-neck on by a substantial necklace that comes down and lands just above the chest area. So it does draw the eye to the center of the body. Like oh, that. well, good to know too. Thank there you. There you go. <laughs> so an all body shape is the overly endowed. Most important thing, have a good bra. Make sure you're fitted. If you haven't had a fitting in a while, reach out. We've got stylists all over the country that can help you on our website. You just go to the Hire a Stylist page and there's probably one near you. But I will say that the the very um, most important thing, of course, have the bra. You want your bust line to be seated in the middle of your shoulder, the top of your shoulder and your elbow. So if you were to look in the mirror, look and see where your bust is, is sitting. And sometimes it just takes adjusting your straps, pulling those straps up, getting the bra, uh, you know, situated up a little bit higher. But a lot of times women, and I, and I see this all the time, women wear the same bra for years and years and years. I mm-hmm. actually threw out a bra the other day. I handed it to my husband. I'm like, put this in the trash. He was taking the garbage down. And it was two bras I had bought at the exact same time. One hadn't stretched out yet. And one had. And so, and I think I just got these about six months ago, but I think we get, you know, we just, with our undergarments, we get a little lazy. We're like, yeah, I'm not going to go get fitted. Ah, it's a little too personal. Oh, you know, so this way it's, it's just better go get fitted once a year, weight gain, weight loss, whatever, all kinds of things can affect, you know, sickness it can affect our, our, our bus size. So that's important. Where do you go get fitted? Because in general, you know, I just feel like uh, there's not as many places as there used to be. Right, right. Well, number one, you our consultants are uh, trained to do bra fittings. So if you were to have somebody come in and do a style appointment with you, and it's their, it's, it's not expensive. It's a great way to have more confidence in your confidence in yourself. That's one way. If you don't choose to do that, then you can go to places like Soma, which is in a many, many times they're in, in malls. Yes. Uh, they do bra fittings, a very good job of bra fitting. I would. It, it, Secrets does as well. Just make sure that I think Victoria's Secret is better for a smaller bust than a larger bust because they don't do a lot of like structural bras, right? And not that we have to have structural bras on, but you do want to have some you know, you got to have some support. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the departments do, department stores also do fitting. Just get on the phone and, and call and say, hey, you know, do do uh, bra fittings. And then there are some specialty stores, lingerie specialty stores that actually do fittings as well. Okay. Yeah. The other great thing or most uh, important thing for an O-body shape is V-necks are great for you. You do have to be careful that it's not too deep of a V, but patterns are your best friend. Mm. The reason being, and this is great for B-body shape too, or anybody who tends to gain in that belly or upper midriff or bust area when the if you have a solid color on 
And this also, by the way, is great for very small busted gals. So those of you who might thinking, well, you know, I don't want to bring attention to my bust either, right? So it depends on how you feel about your bust. So, but when you wear a pattern, the, the eye of the onlooker wanders. If you have a solid on, there really, there's only two places that the eye could go of the onlooker. It's like boom, boom, right to the bust line. Or if it's a belly, it goes, if the, if the top isn't fitting correctly, a pattern is really great because there's, it just doesn't draw attention to your challenge areas. And I'm not saying a bust line is a challenge area. It's not, we all, you know, we're born with them. Hopefully we, you know, and depending on if you've had and Jill, you know, you, what you've gone through and, mm-hmm. you know, so some have had to have reconstruction. Some have chosen not to, but patterns regardless are always going to be an asset to someone who has a challenge area with a bust area. Okay. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. And then the other um, two body shapes are D and X and a D body shape is when you gain in your hips and your thighs. Typically that might be called like a pear shaped too. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And most D body shapes tend to also have a smaller waist, but many, many times they have narrow shoulders. So what happens with a narrow shoulder and wider hips is that we then don't have that X shape. The eye is slanted downward. And so the focus goes to the hips. So we don't want to do a V-neck on someone who gains in their hips and thighs. This is better. We want to extend the shoulder line. And so we want to do a boat neck or we could do a crew neck or a low scoop or a square neck. Also, no long necklaces for those gals. We want to do a choker style necklace or a scarf tied at the tied at the ne- neck. You um also horizontal stripes are great for our D body shape because it balances that upper body. We don't want to put anything vertical on the upper body because then it's going to make the hips look even wider. And so it's all about balance. Dressing is just about balance. And an X body shape is really, you know, at their ideal, at your ideal weight, you're an X body shape, but there's very few people who are at their ideal body weight. And so when an ex though gains her weight, typically she gains all over. So exes, if you're listening to this, I would just say, know where your challenge area, maybe some, when you gain five, 10 pounds, you gain in your hips and thighs, then follow some of the X, some of the D rules. You know, if you gain in your belly, then follow the B rules. But really it's just about balancing your body so that when you put clothes, you feel better when you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, before we leave uh, talking about body shape, you know, leggings are a big thing, Sherry. And um, <laughs> <laughs> they are. And so let's just talk about a general rule with leggings as to how, if you're wearing leggings, what is one of the best ways that that can still uh, look good on you, no matter your body shape. Oh, oh. That leggings make me want to cry. Honestly, <laughs> I don't. I just don't like leggings. I don't think they. I honestly don't think they belong in our wardrobes. I don't, unless you're working <laughs> out. I, I just don't. But if you're gonna wear them. I would prefer you wear skinny jeans that actually are not trending right now. I'd rather you wear skinny jeans than mm. than leggings. But if you're going to wear leggings, your top must be 
at your fingertips. Mm. Or if you cup your hand, then you could fit your top in your in the cup of your hand. Hopefully this is making sense because this mm-hmm. is not visual. But but just think t- fingertip length or wrist length. You can that's kind of if you cup your hand, that's kind of same thing. Yeah. That makes uh, sense. Wear it with taller boots, wear a bulky sweater with it. But honestly, I think when you get to a certain age, mm-hmm. leggings just need to go. I can honestly say I have not one pair of leggings in my wardrobe. <laughs> Not one, not one, because they're just not attractive. I don't think they're attractive. I don't think they make a legging that is good enough quality that just, you know, I don't know. Now, I will say, yeah, they're just not. But I will say, leather is in, faux leather. Mm -hmm. If you got a pair of faux leather leggings, wore them with tall boots Mm -hmm. and a long sweater, I think that could be really trendy and beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's very fun. Well, you know, we got to start with where we're at and sometimes we have to take a baby step. So I just thought it was worth at least asking that question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's move on to color. Let's talk about color because that, okay. When at the hearts at home conferences, you were offering uh, color analysis and oh my gosh, the lines would be like, I mean, there would be like 50 women in line to get their colors done, right? Jill, Jill, do you know that one year at Hearts at Home, I did color analysis for 10 hours straight? Oh my God. I don't know if I ever told you that. And I even had two helpers on my left, one on my right. The line was, this is before we figured out that we needed to have like you know, numbers or something. Yeah. Right, right, right. I got, I had to, I was about three hours in and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. I got up (laughs) and I said to the lady who was next, I went, I will be right back. I promise I've got to go to the bathroom. And she went, I've been waiting for two hours. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't go now. I'm not going to be yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my goodness. It's so important. It's so important. When we know what colors look good on us, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So you have actually created a color analysis tool that's on your website. And we'll make sure and put a link to that in the show notes. And, and it's free, right? It Sherry? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We have a couple different ways uh, that you can, you can take the free quiz. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure, we have, I think, $35 options that you can have like a 15 minute confirmation from someone. You could have a full color experience, which I highly recommend. Mm-hmm. It's about $225, but you sit with a consultant for about an hour and a half. You bring some of your clothes with you. It can be virtual or it can be in person. It's an amazing experience. And you know, one of the things I think about Jill is that how much do we spend on our hair like every six weeks, right? I mean, some people spend $100, some people spend $150, some spend $400. I mean, I I know people that spend that kind. This is a once in a lifetime, unless your hair changes and your coloring changes, you might want to need to get a checkup at some point. But I think $225 to make sure you don't make color mistakes with your wardrobe, your makeup, even your hair, you can direct your hairstylist, what color highlights to put in, all of that. 
I think it's one of the best monies that you can spend. I, I don't that. really do them anymore, but we have consultants that do. Mm-hmm. Right. So in general, what you look at is you look at hair color, you look at skin color, right? Mm-hmm. And that helps to identify what colors look best on someone. Yes, we actually look at four things. Okay. We look at your hair color as it is now. And we'll we'll talk to you a little bit about, we'll direct. So maybe you have some color on your hair and it's it's growing out or it's changing. We'll even direct, you know, based on your natural hair color, we would maybe direct you go in this direction, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. we look at hair, we look at your skin color, we look at your eye color, and we look at the fourth thing that we look at is your contrast level between your hair and your skin. And sometimes the eyebrows are really dark. And so we take that into consideration or light as well. And so that leads us to help you to know what color code to put you in and then how to direct you to mimic what's happening above your shoulders to uh, to dress yourself below. So mm-hmm. what kind of patterns to wear? What kind of outfit combination colors to put together? It's fascinating, but I've been in the color industry for, oh my goodness, uh, 35 years about. And so I've seen color, you know, there's a lot of people doing color right now, you know, it's like, oh, it's very popular on TikTok and all the things. I'm telling you what, when you go deep into color and really understand that contrast level more than just, you know, whether you're a season or whatever, we really go, we go deeper. We're, we're, we really look at hair, skin, eyes, and that contrast level will make all the difference on a person. And so you're, you're going to be a color code with us, not a season. And I promise you, you'll know so much about yourself and be so confident and mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll make sure, put a link to um, both the the free color analysis, but also I'll put a link as well uh, to where you can uh, do one of those uh, personal, what did you call them? Um, it's a, it's hire a stylist and you can, okay. color experience is what it's okay. called. Color you can experience. find that all on our website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll make sure and put a link to that as and well. And they're listed by state. So that makes it easy. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. and you know, I mean... Once I understood, so here's, here's me. I get overwhelmed shopping. I am not a shopper. In fact, my husband is the shopper, not me. My husband is the shopper in our family. And, um, but once I understood my color, I actually was less overwhelmed with shopping because I stopped looking at certain colors and it just made it so much simpler for me to have an understanding of, okay, these are the colors I'm looking for. These are things I'm staying away from. And so I I found that it helped me in that way as well. Oh, it, absolutely it will. Because then you don't have to get all confused. When you go into a store, you, you can zero in on the colors that work for you. One of the things we're doing now is certifying boutiques in color analysis. And what we're finding with them is they're so much better able to help their customers because they're understanding all of that. And their customers then are like, oh my goodness, I trust you. So you, when you go to market, you know what colors to buy for me. Yeah. It's a, it's a great thing. Yeah. 
It really is. So that's great. Okay. So many years ago, I heard you give some guidelines about accessorizing. Okay. And I confess that uh, before that, I hardly ever accessorized. And so, um, <laughs> and I still think of you when I go to get dressed, I think of you, Sherry. Um, and I think about this. So talk about what what those guidelines are, why are, why is this important? Why is it valuable? Right. Oh my goodness. Well, at least you don't think about me when you're in the shower. You know, people go, I got the most idea in the showers. Oh, all right. So a couple of things with getting with, with accessorizing is understanding your frame size and height. We call it our star style system. You are either a glamour girl, a movie star, or a rock star. And a rock star is someone who has a larger frame, a taller gal. She might be 5'8 or over. And we don't want to put tiny little things on her because if we do, and that comes, that goes with patterns, you know, prints and patterns, handbag, jewelry, necklace, earrings. If we put tiny things on someone who's a larger gal, then she overpowers and will look bigger than she is. And here's the thing. The goal is not to look bigger or to look smaller. The goal is to look the very best that you can look for how God made you. Yes. Your size and shape. And so then on the opposite end, we have our glamour girls who are smaller, more petite gals. They've got smaller frames. They may be smaller in stature. And so we don't want to overload them with huge accessories. We want to put a small to medium size print on them, handbag, all of what I just mentioned, necklaces, earrings. And then right in the middle, we've got our gals who probably are around that, you know, five, three and a half to five, seven and a half range. And they may, you know, they may be more medium in stature and some are going to be a little larger. Some are going to be a little smaller. And so you want to kind of, you know, if you're right in the middle there, just if you, if you are a little larger, then go medium to large with your accessories. If you're smaller, then go small to medium. But, but that really helps in balance. Again, it's just like we, when we help a woman during a style appointment to choose her eye frames, right? Or look at her face shape. That's about balance as well. So we balance in, in helping what kind of hairstyle, all of that. It's balance, balance every part of the body to draw the attention to the face. We mm. want the smile and the eyes to be the thing that people see so that they can get to know you and so that you can get to speak Jesus to them in whatever manner that you do. And mm -hmm. so that's what we do. I love that. And you did something with a point system. Oh, um, you what was that? Called the 16 point accessory roll. Boy, I don't know if I can do this on without showing it, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. So we have a, what I call the 16 point accessory rule and you count everything on you because a lot of times you might not know, do I put this bracelet on? Is this too much? Is this not enough? Do I add, do we you know necklace, helmet, what all things. So we count. And so starting from your feet up, everything has a point. So each of your shoes is worth one point. And the goal is to get to 14 from 14 to 16 points. All right. Okay. So, so each of your shoes, in fact, Jill, based on whatever you have on right now, let's count you. Okay. okay. And so you can kind of take track, kind of keep 
you know, keep track and and well. So do you have two shoes on? Uh, I have house slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get real here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's pretend they're shoes. Okay, we'll pretend they're shoes. shoes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's great. All right. So you get one point each for those. Okay. Now, if you had sandals on and we could see your toes, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get one point for all 10. So not 10 points. You just get an extra point if you okay. have a pedicure. So it kind of is a way to kind of check yourself like, Ooh, do I need a pedicure? Am I, you know, they scraped off all of that. All right. So you start there. Then every garment that you have on, you get a point. So, so a pair of pants is a point. A top is a point. A layering piece is a point. Layering piece would be a cardigan or a sweater or a jacket. Mm -hmm. Now, if any of those are patterned, you -hmm. get an extra point for that garment. Okay. All right. So everybody at home, I hope you're counting along or driving in the car and you're doing a count up. All right. Then you go ahead and look at your hands. Mm-hmm. And if your nails are manicured, you get a point. One point for all 10. Then if you have a wedding ring set on, that's one point. Even if it's two rings, it's just one point. If you have a ring, whatever rings you have on, get a each point a point for each one. Like, yes, if you have a wedding, okay. wedding rings, just get one point for that set. But any other ring that you've got on a point, a point, a point. Okay. Uh, any bracelet that you have on or watch a point, a point, a point. So keep yeah, mm-hmm. earrings, a point for each earring. Okay. And if you've got little, you know, if you've got extra earrings or in your ears and people can see them and they're small, I would give probably a half a point each for each mm-hmm. of the earring. I wouldn't go or or just don't include those. Uh, if you can't see them, I wouldn't count them at all. Then if you've got your makeup on, mm-hmm. she lipstick, you get a point. And then the next one is, Jill, when was the last time you had a compliment on your hair? Mm, and okay. was it? you got to answer. Um, <laughs> gosh, it's been a while. <laughs> I don't I don't think I have had one for a little while. Okay. I love your hair. So mine's oh, gonna well, thank you. And I can see you right now. So I love <laughs> I think your hair. And you know if you and if it didn't, I would I would I know you would tell I, me that. I'm your friend and I could tell you <laughs> we get together enough where we like right. Okay. So you get a point. So ladies, that is something to consider though. And gentlemen, if you're listening to this, if you have not had a compliment on your hair. In say the last three or four weeks, it's time to assess it. And I usually say it's time to either, you know, dye it, cut it, or, or buy some more, depending <laughs> on what. <laughs> yeah, some people go that route, don't they? <laughs> exactly, because our hair is part of our our look. It's our calling card, and a lot of times we get to a place when, like, um, especially COVID happened. You know, I'm going to just let it all go gray, which is fine, but make sure it's in a stylish cut. Make mm-hmm. sure that it's not, you know, sticking out all over the place, right? So, have a nice hairstyles. And as we age, our hair tends to it's it's tough to wear long hair. You can do it. There are women that can do it, but for the majority. It's better to get their hair up and away from their their face to lift. We don't want to pull down because we got to lift. We got to do some layering with the lifting so the focus comes to the eyes. Okay, 
So any necklace gets a point. Uh, I think I got it. All right. So how many points do you have, Jill? 17. Really? Yeah. Fuzzy house slippers. Okay. So at 17, we would take one thing off. What what was overloaded? Like, do you have a lot of rings on or something? I do. I do. Uh, I, I have I have three rings. Okay. And that's and that's what did it. And you know what? 17's okay. Ladies, if you get to like 18, 19, what we see mostly is that women are at the under at they're at the other end. Yeah. They're 11. Like, I don't know why 11 seems to be like a popular number. They're at 11. So you need to, what do you have to do to get that number up? At mm-hmm. least to get it to 14. So is mm-hmm. it paint your nails? Is it uh, add a bracelet? Is it put some lipstick on? Mm-hmm. Is right. it get a new haircut? So right. yeah, I love that. I know, that's a fun one. That's that a really, is. That's yeah. a fun Thank you. That was really You're fun. Welcome. Okay. Well, I was teasing in the uh, intro. I was teasing a little bit about needing granimals for adults. Um, You know, for those of you that don't know what granimals is, it was a a style of clothing. And uh, to figure out what top matched what pant, you made sure that the animals matched. So it was for children. So it was for children. A lion and a lion. So kids can get dressed, right? It's like, oh, put the lion outfit together, put the tigers together. Yes, exactly. And so I've always teased that I needed that. And then you created your closet outfit planner, which I think is like granimals for adults. It is. <laughs> so tell people what that is and I'll make sure and put a link to that as well in the show notes. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, we did a survey and we asked women what is the the most challenging part of your wardrobe, getting dressed, all of the things. And most, I mean without a doubt, it was high 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 percentage, 90 some percent said they didn't know how to put outfits together. Hmm. And so I had this brainstorm one afternoon and I, I spoke to the Lord I, really. And I said, give me an idea. And that afternoon I came up with this idea of, of the closet outfit planner. And so we basically pick out the 27 pieces that you should have in your wardrobe for a six month time period. So warm weather, cool weather. Right now we're in fall, winter. Okay. So, and we take the 27, but we also give you we do six of them based on the color code system. So not everybody gets the same one. And so um, we choose the, the 27 pieces and then we give you an inventory checklist because we really don't want you to go buy all new things. We want you to inventory your closet first, move those 27 pieces up to the front of your closet, move the other ones away, at least for a while, so you can learn how to mix and match outfits. And we even lay out outfit examples. We have six different categories, Sunday supper, harvest happenings, you know, holiday shopping. So you could just look at it evening out. You can look at it and go, you know, evening out, I'm going to put together an outfit like that. And so, um, and then, so on the inventory checklist, we have a got it, need it. So if you have it, then you check it. If you need it, then you check that. So then it makes it super easy because we also link to shopping. Mm -hmm. 
So you can just click on the link and go. And we have a whole catalog from all kinds of different vendors. Or we recommend shop at your local boutique. Take it in and say, this is what I need. I'm looking for a, a faux leather jacket. I'm looking for, you know, whatever it is. You know, I need a new pair of jeans or, um, and then Jill, you're, you're happy about this. We actually do a gray animals chart at the very end. We actually have a, another chart where we list all the items on the side on one side and then the layering pieces at the top and, and the pants. How does that work? I don't have it in front of me, but anyway, if, if you go over and if there's a check mark under say, this pair of pants and in six over and there's a check mark you look up and it goes with that top so mm-hmm. you can then be even more creative and say ah i'm gonna wear this and this together so you honestly don't have to think about putting outfits together anymore we do the work for you and it's been an amazing product amazing product and so, yeah, I love that. Yes, it just makes it so much easier for people like me who are fashion challenged. And I love that. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. If you'd like to check out the closet outfit planner. So Sherry, before we bring this to a close, I know that you have two other things that you'd love doing, and that's your color academy and your image consultant academy. Talk about those because there may be people listening that this, they love this kind of stuff and they're not fashion challenged like me. They have a sense about them, but they'd love more training. What, what do those do? And what do you offer in those? Thank you for asking about that because that is my like, oh, I love to train women. We've trained over 300 women through our academies since 2010. And it used to just be the Christian Image Consultant Academy. And now we have the Color Academy and the Image Consultant Academy. But we like to empower kingdom-minded entrepreneurs or leaders uh, so for example, you may own a boutique or a hair salon, uh, or you're a Mary Kay consultant, or you, you sell a line of something. We, I want to empower you, those women with the knowledge of color analysis and style so that they can then empower the women in their world. Because I can't get to everyone, but I know the change that happens when I meet one on one with someone. And now uh, my goal, I train you, they train, you all train who's in your realm of influence. And we even have a nonprofit arm. We have the Women's Matter Initiative where some women, and that's why I say kingdom-minded leaders, who you may be in the church and you are you think, you know, I don't really want to care if I make money at this because you can make good money doing this, but you may be, I really want to help and serve our local nonprofit or I want nonprofits, or I want to help serve the divorced women in the church or the single moms in the church. And whatever that looks like for you, we are here to serve you, to help train you in that. And so we're getting to the point where we may need to do monthly trainings. Right now it was quarterly, but we, I only like to take six to eight students at a time so I can really meet with them. And um, we have, you can get an info pack over at Style by Color and get on our interest list and find out all about it. So. Okay. 
That's excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, downloading that to us today. I have to say, one of the things I was just thinking that we have to share about for a moment is, so Sherry and I are a part of a mastermind group um, with uh, three other women that, gosh, the five of us have been meeting monthly for five Five years. years. Five years. Yeah. We meet on Zoom because we all live in different states, but we try to get together um, once a year. And we recently had one of our gatherings and we did a jewelry swap. Yes, we did. And it was so much fun because so what we did is we brought jewelry that we don't wear anymore or we have never worn much. And we put it out on a table and we took turns selecting from it, trying it. That was so fun. It was so fun. And I did a recent YouTube video and showed us on there with the kind of at the end of it. So you're the viewers, you can go check that out. It was about um, one of the fall jewelry trend videos. It was in August. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, because that was a lot of fun. And that's something for those of you that are listening, that you can do with your friends. If you've Absolutely. got some friends, um, just have a night where you do a jewelry swap. And I mean, we laughed. We had so oh much gosh. fun. And uh, and we all went home with something new. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it didn't it didn't cost us a dime. No. So and when you see it, when you see it on someone else, you think, why did I give that away? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. It is. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So, Sherry, what is the best way for people to find you online? Stylebycolor.com. You can find everything there. You can find my YouTube channel there. You can find about the academies, closet outfit planner, color quiz, everything. Stylebycolor.com. Okay. Well, I will put a link to that in the show notes as well um, as of the other things that we have talked about. Sherry, would you be willing to uh, just pray for our audience as we bring this to a close? Sure. Thank you, God, for this time with Jill and for each and every woman and gentleman who may be listening right now. Father, you know their heart you know that um, how they feel, their confidence level, whether they don't feel very confident in their outer appearance and those that do. So Father, you know the needs. You know um, what it is that they need and how we can serve them. And even if it's that today they got a great laugh with Jill and me and they just had some fun counting up, or maybe there's those who are listening or thinking, you know what, that academy or that closet outfit planner is for me. Lord, whatever it is, just encourage the hearts as they are listening and bless them right where they are. Mm-hmm. We love you. Bless Jill's ministry. She reaches so many. Thank you so much for her and Mark and everything that they're doing. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. 
One more thing, we have three free eBooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.